Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. You there wanted to do it. You, I didn't think he was going to do it. You was winding up for it. I thought yeah. he was going to do it. So I, I don't know. I just didn't want to know the label. Yeah, hey, so I didn't want to pause. As soon as he didn't, mm-hmm. I just did it. And I'm glad he took it. I think you did what best. I'm glad. You we should have communicated man. it, but you know, we just naturally in sync. Like we that. just, we just we podcasters. Do. We don't come with nothing. We just do what it, what we do. And shout out to Pierre, man. Obviously, three of us, three men weaving it because Pierre is out uh, representing through the wide community very well on some March Madness shoots. I'm um, actually he's supposed to be home today, but not in time for the show. So shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Doing his thing. He did some with Wendy's, Wendy's, and. and Rick and, Morty, Rick and Morty, which is a weird ass combination on itself, and I ain't even believe it when I saw the tweet. And then he <laughs> tweeted the jersey. It was like Morty with Wendy's hair, and it was just weird. It was just weird. Hmm. But um, is he a Rick and Morty fan? Do you think? I don't think I, don't I would. Think I wouldn't. I, don't I wouldn't put money on it. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. You, you know, he's never seen SpongeBob. What? He has. He be saying that for real. And Dude. I seen a post like a while ago. Dana be like, "It's a red flag." He, he, she don't, he don't be knowing the SpongeBob references. I didn't know that. That is a red flag. There's, it is for real. Yeah, I just like, don't see how, as a child, how is it even possible? You just didn't watch SpongeBob he's for watch, our group. At he's least. watching basketball. <laughs> that's some crazy <laughs> that is it's his pops is like, "Ain't no cartoons. You watch AI highlights on repeat." There's I was watching wrestling, mm-hmm. cartoons, mm-hmm. and Animal Planet. Mm. Y'all know what Nicktoons is? Big three. Yes. Yes. That used to stay on my TV. Yeah, like yeah that's Friday like Family Night. Odd Parents. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. They had all the best shows. Friday nights, I was saying, late as hell mm-hmm. in the front room. I'll make like my own little bed, mm-hmm. put like the couches together and shit. Oh, y'all had couches? We had it. We had pallets. I've, 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 <laughs> okay, I've both. You never slept on a pallet? He didn't even know what a pallet was until two weeks ago. What? That's how you know. There's nothing wrong with being from Old Park. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I think it's like, I, I'm from Bella. We said the word. <laughs> <laughs> we said the word palette. He's like, what? What? I don't even remember how that conversation went. I was like, I, I was like, do you mean like a cot? I yeah, he didn't, what, he didn't know what, what a, a cot. He didn't know what a, a cot is like. That was like when I was in fucking daycare, like nap time or shit like that. They have like little cots you can bring out to sleep on. Don't even. I, you didn't explain yeah. what it. You used it, the word I don't cot even to know explain the, the cot. It was just a little bed. It's not like it, it was a bed. Yeah, See, a bed. I don't think I've ever been in daycare. I've I've definitely been in daycare. I have a vivid memory of my uncle coming to daycare and just picking us up and saying, "We're not going back to that place." <laughs> <laughs> so that's Uncle. Funny Nick. story. I didn't have daycare, but I did have like kindergarten and mm-hmm. preschool, right? So. My sisters would always forget to come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a deep meal. That's experience. So right I there. would just be sitting there waiting, that's and nobody funny, would come, bro. and I would have to call my grandma, and she would come get me from like she lived like twenty minutes away because my mom would be at work, and she would come in the house like, why the fuck did nobody come pick him up? <laughs> yeah, hey, I told yeah. you. Y'all got kid. me leaving work. To How come old pick do you? Him up? How old are you in these? In kindergarten, preschool, like yeah, you're like five, oh six. yeah, damn, that's crazy. Five, but that's six. what my thing is. They raining. had your grandmother's number on file, or you remember that? Because I'm not remembering that both, shit at six. Both. I think I remember my home number at six. I had to. I remember my mom and my grandma. My grandma literally okay. made me sit at the table once and write her number down as many times, and then she would quiz me on what's my that's, number. Hey, that's smart. You never know when you're gonna need it. I remember my number growing up right now. You know what I'm saying? But I think it's still my grandma's number, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I think because, I mean, they ain't moved. And she's been there forever. Only numbers I've memorized is Mike's. Um, I I mean, because I've seen it for so many fucking times, like for so many years. Y'all just be calling each other? 
No. no, I had to memorize the number because I didn't have a cell phone. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had to go to Roscoe's phone and just know it. Mm. And then I know Roscoe's and my mom. Is it the same I, number? Like, have your num- has your number changed since then? Mm, no. It's been a long time. Damn. That's kind of wild. Yeah, his, I think his number's literally been the same since we were in fucking I think eighth one grade, time eighth, I had to get, grade. like, my number changed, but I was, like, in fucking middle school. Damn. And then um, I think I I could say I remember Tyler's number too, like mm. just by heart, which is kind of weird. I don't remember anybody's number. I don't I don't think I remember Tyler's or John's. I don't know John. I just know Tyler's name in my phone is Tyler House Phone. Oh yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, a yeah, joke. That was our no, joke. yeah, because like for I don't know how many years it was, but it's just like you'd always hear a house phone ringing in the, the background. Like, like who the hell still got a landline? Hey, bill collectors calling and shit. Um, but back to a pallet, Mike. Did we tell you what a pallet was? You said it was just some blankets on the floor? Just some blankets on the floor. A bunch of comfy uh, I mean, I slept on a pallet then before. I slept okay. on the floor. You just had, they just didn't have a name I didn't for know it. No Get the blankets. You know, that was for people at home, man. When you spend a night at somebody's house, people that had guest rooms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go to the living room, you put some some stuff on the floor, and you just you yeah, sleep you there. You and your cousins, you just lay on a pallet. That was simple. Yeah. That was simple. Watch, you got the game in the front room, TV, all that shit. All of that. What's the word, though? You know what I'm saying? We, we came somewhat prepared, at least I asked y'all to. Yeah. I mean, it's the basketball. I think we kind of all can kind of naturally talk about this. Go ahead, um, do something. I don't think we addressed the Steph Curry injury. Um, the Warriors now without their MVP caliber player. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be a big blow because they just missed Draymond for two months. We um, got a game and a half of Draymond, Clay Thompson, and Steph being on the court together for the first time in a hundred, uh, a thousand days. And then game number two of them being on the court, they lose the Marcus that. Smart slash Steph Curry thing happened. Mm-hmm. Did, did y'all think Steve Curry's reaction to that was appropriate? I kind of don't. <laughs> I feel like it was a loose ball and Marcus Smart just kind of died for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a winning play. That's the type of player Marcus Smart is. He's going to get down, do the dirty work. And I feel like it's not just because it ended bad doesn't mean his intentions were bad. I feel that I feel that because Steve Kerr came out after the game and was like it was a dirty play, um, but even after the game, Marcus Smart and Steve Kerr were like talking face to face about it. I I mean, track history plays a part in this for sure, right? Because I wasn't watching this game live, but like it happened, and and my mentors were like Marcus Smart must be stopped. Did you see what Marcus Smart did? Yeah, yeah. So like people like him, Patrick Beverly. Um, um, Grayson Allen, these people that have a history of doing some shady shit, if they do something that was accidental, it's going to 100% look like it was intentional, right? Yeah. Do mm-hmm. I think that Marcus Smart would randomly try to injure Steph Curry in a game that doesn't matter on teams that won't see each other unless they see each other in the finals? No, I don't think that's something that he would do. Um, but it, it does look fishy when he when he falls or dives and then he turns his body. You can argue that he was protecting the ball from Steph Curry. I think it was probably just a freak-ass accident that's going to hurt the Warriors because they're saying, what, two weeks until he's reevaluated? At least the rest of the regular season. And then they have reevaluated can mean a million different things. You know what I'm saying? Lonzo Ball was just reevaluated, and they said he ain't recovering. So mm-hmm. any, anything can happen. It is unfortunate, again, a thousand days without seeing their big three play together. They played one game, and it looked incredible, right? Uh, Steph Curry had like 40, yep. yada, yada. And then they had this second game where, you know, I think they scored 32 points in the first first half. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't looking great. Um, but still, you know what I'm saying? Now we're about to miss some more time of their big three. Mm-hmm. And I just seen the uh, like the stats yesterday for it. It was like they're, when they do play all together, it's like they have like a 75 win percent. Uh, win percentage so they they rarely ever lose when they're all playing together but I didn't think it was like 
super intentional. I've been seeing it like a lot of basketball plays, honestly, lately, where it looks like it's more it's more harmful than it really is, if that makes sense. Like, I, I seen a block yesterday where it looks like he kind of, like, grabbed his wrist and threw him down, but I figure it was. But he literally had all ball. It was yeah. when they showed the replay. It was all ball. So like, I don't know. I think it's just a lot of free accidents that's going on. Um, it sucks for Steph Curry because, you know, the Warriors is one of the teams I was looking at. Like maybe they could they could make it one of those runs, especially once they got all healthy. But mm-hmm. I feel like when Draymond Green's on the court, the team's just different. It's, it is. It statistically shows it, and you can just tell with the eye test that mm-hmm. he's probably the most valuable, like superstar impact type role player that you can have on your team. Mm-hmm. Well, with the Warriors, we haven't seen him anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. That was going to lead into something I wanted to talk about because uh, <clears throat> I was kind of thinking about it like I haven't really thought about defensive player of the years like that. You know, yeah. earlier on, I was like, it was Draymond Draymond, but he missed so much time. And mm-hmm. then he was like, he's about to come back. Maybe he's got that chance again. Like these last few games kind of separate himself. But honestly, it, it doesn't feel like defensive player of the year was like a standard award for this year, at least. Yeah. Don't even give it up. <laughs> Just don't. I was looking at players, they were saying, like, Marcus Smart, just, like, top defensive teams. So, yeah, so, I feel like it's probably going to go to Giannis. But this is the thing, though. So, y- y'all let me know, when it comes to voting, mm-hmm. the the criteria of your own personal, because a lot of the time, Defensive Player of the Year is gone to, like, the person that is considered the defensive anchor on one of the top three to five defenses in the entire league. Mm-hmm. This year, the Milwaukee Bucks haven't been that. I know that, yeah. that Giannis's role has been dramatically different this year defensively because Brooke has missed the entire year, basically. Um, so he has to shoulder that load a little bit more. So maybe he is the most impactful defensive player in the entire league. But again, it, we I don't think they've given that award out to somebody on a team that was like, I think there might be 10th, 11th in defense. Like they're yeah. not even like killing the game defensively like we normally see them do. So there are some other people that that could be in the running. How, how do y'all look at games played this season with the COVID year where everybody missed at least two weeks, it feels like. How, how do y'all look at it? Because, again, Draymond Green basically missed half the season once you look at it. Bam Adebayo missed, like, half the season, another guy that would be a candidate. Are those dudes people that you put in the running regardless of the amount of time they miss? I think it, the, I think when you do look at the fact that the COVID situation did impact everyone, um, I think you do have to put some sort of, like, wiggle room in there. You have to eliminate some of those games and kind of look at it as, like, some of the shit they couldn't even avoid because for being out for two weeks, just you get put into COVID protocols, I don't think that's anything you can really avoid. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think you do have to kind of look at it with a little bit of wiggle room. This year, the Milwaukee Bucks are 14th in defense, according to cleaning the glass. Everybody's going to be a little bit different because it depends on how you calculate it, but 14. These are the top, let's say, seven defensive teams, and y'all tell me who the candidates are from these rosters. Boston, number one defense in the league. I guess Marcus it would be Smart. Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart. But you know what? I like Fucking Rob, 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 oh, Rob, Rob yeah. deserves some some attention at least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's anchoring. I, I, yeah. I about to say some crazy shit. Like Jay, I love Jason Tatum defensively. Mm-hmm. It's not probably it's not gonna go to him, but it's just like they have so many weapons or they have so many defensive assets that it's crazy for him. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that um, a team like that was giving up such big leads to begin the season when they have all the defensive weapons that they have. Mm-hmm. When Jalen Brown's engaged, he's a very good defender. Um, same with Tatum. Everybody on there is a very good defender. It's just the fact that they weren't engaged, I guess, defensively. They don't allow you, at this point in the season, they don't allow you to um, to take open shots. Yeah. And the even crazier stat about them is there's this other statistic here that's called win differential. Um, what's the difference between the number of games a team has won and what they were expected to win based on their efficiency? So basically, if somebody has a high point or a win differential, it's basically saying that, like, 
this team statistically has won more games than they should have. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be a crazy game winner that wins it or just some fluky shit. Number one in the league, Chicago Bulls. <laughs> They're saying that the Bulls should not win as many. Basic, based on their statistics, they should not be at the record of 41 and uh, 29. But the, <laughs> but the reason I bring that up, though, is because Boston is 27th in the league or 28th in the league, which means that – They're underachieving? No, it means They're... that ha, – ha, wait, how do we put this in perspective? It means that they're a way better team than what their record is saying. That's oh. that's that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a way better team than what their record is saying. But anyway, that was the number one defense in the league. Number two defense in the league is the Phoenix Suns. Is it Mikhail? Yeah. Can we yeah. see a perimeter player win it for the first time since Kawhi? You know, unless yeah. you consider like Draymond a perimeter player, but I think he's a little bit everything. I'm I look at Mikael Bridges as you a know, perimeter. Yeah, he like like perimeter. perimeter. He's not guarding big. Yesterday, like Zach Levine mm-hmm. shot like one for twenty. It felt like Mikael was on that ass. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. he gets the toughest assignments on that team. Number three would be the Golden State Warriors. We already mentioned Draymond. Number four would be Bam Adebayo on the Miami Heat. The Cleveland Cavaliers at number five, and I Jared guess that would be Jared, Jared Allen. Allen. Four, but even yeah. with Jared Allen being out in the two weeks, you know, last two weeks of the season. The Cleveland Cavaliers have been the f- tenth best defense. So actually, it is Jared Allen. I was about to try to show some love to the rookie. You feel me? He deserves some love, but it, Jared Allen is a defensive anchor for sure. Yeah. And then you got Dallas. Dorothy Smith. Like, who, who is that? I think there's just a good team yeah. defensive. Yeah, Maxi right. Cleaver's doing a good job playing small ball five mm-hmm. for them. Sure. But I, I don't think he's defensive player of the year candidate. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they're going to get a defensive player of the year. But shout out to the Dallas Mavericks for having an elite level defense. Shout out to Co- that's coaching. That, that's what give it to. It's coaching at that point. Um, and then you got it's, you got it's my Me- team. They're team. doing my team. So you got Memphis Clippers and Utah uh, rounding out the top so, nine, and then Philly at number. Jaron Jackson Jr. has done a very good job defensively this mm-hmm. season for sure. Um, I think I wouldn't be surprised if if the over under was zero point five on him defensive player of the years. I bet the over on that. I don't think it's this season, but I think that he can win it in his career for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many many Tim. You remember? Tim Duncan, his dad said. <laughs> Tim Duncan with a jump I shot. Remember, yeah, Tim with a Duncan jump with shot. a jump shot. That's yeah. a whole. That's shit. Tim he's taking a long Tim way to fucking go. If he want to get there. for sure. Tim Duncan with a jump shot. God damn, that's top five. Yeah. Because even Tim Duncan didn't have a bad. He had mid range killer. You yeah, know? He, he was. Had, he was a little off the glass, fundamental yep, guy. Fundamentally sound. <laughs> I was. I was. I was. I was just watching games or whatever. I was always thinking like. Do, do y'all feel the same when y'all watch like a good matchup? Say it's just like a really good defender on a good offensive player. You're like, I can't wait for this. Mm-hmm. And it's one screen, and it's just like, oh, switch. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, what's the point of even being on him if it's just gonna be that switch? Like, no, I, feel I love like a the, lot of the good defenders don't like fight through. Screens I love it anymore. when the defender doesn't. When he doesn't allow that switch, and he takes mm-hmm. that. Like Kyrie was telling the ass, don't we yep. not switching on James yeah. Harden? I got this assignment. It's kind of like when. Clay Thompson switched off of um, Kyrie Irving and let Steph guard him for the game winner. Mm. Sometimes you just gotta say, "Hey, you just gotta fight through that shit." Mm. Some teams have that. Um, that like, one even they no fight through. Everything. He literally just said, F- "Switch that motherfucker." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some teams legitimately switch everything, and that mm-hmm. was the downfall of the Clippers. And yeah, the that was one of the teams that I really noticed. That I was like, "Bro, they have Kawhi and Paul George, but it feels like they Marcus switched. Morris is fucking guarding them." <laughs> That's why Reggie Jackson ended up guarding Luca on that fucking on game, that game winner. Yeah. So like, I feel like you gotta have time and like situation in hand where mm-hmm. you're like. No, I'm not. We're not switching this because mm-hmm. I think you just gotta fight through that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, try your hardest. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're talking about a guy like Luca. I don't trust Reggie Jackson to guard Luca. I'm trying to think about what team has the right personnel. The the Miami Heat switching everything. Yeah, fine. makes sense. They they they're good. Yeah, unless Duncan's on it. 
<laughs> I fuck with you, Duncan. That's my boy. But Michaela is one of those dudes. I feel like Duncan can beat someone too. Like, like he's one of those dudes that fights through fucking screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, I seen him a couple times. He's one of those dudes when he's locked in. I think it was Luka Doncic too. He's guarding. Luka was coming off hella screens every time. He was right attached to his body. I like how Luka was going at LeBron James when they played in Steph Curry. And he said in his interview yesterday, like. You got to make those guys work. Mm-hmm. Got to make them work on both ends. You can't let them get those off possessions on the other side. So I got that interview queued up for our flight to LA in a couple. Oh days. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely listening that. to that on the way there. I'm should I watch to, like, it? Little snippets, yeah, should but, I watch it? Download it a little bit. Yeah, I might watch it. Shit, it's a long ass flight to LA. Yeah, and I feel like a Luca interview was what everybody wanted because sure. he doesn't talk to nobody, mm-hmm. and he. I think people were requesting it from JJ Redick, and JJ Redick was just kept saying for like, a long time. He so doesn't want to. They were teammates for, for like half a season or so. Um, yeah. And he was trying to get him on there, but he's just busy guy. That's yeah. always the excuse. I think J.J. Reddick is one of those guys I would love to talk to. I feel like he's just a talker, and he has let's, good knowledge. Let's set that up. And you know? he just seems like a fun dude. And Lock you two in a room together. True. <laughs> <laughs> Only one man comes out. <laughs> I was going to say, doing some seven minutes of heaven. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god! Have you ever played that? No. no, I wasn't cool enough to go to them parties. I went to one of them parties, but I didn't participate. In the you game. know, was you scared? No, it just I wasn't invited to the party. You know, that funny, part like, of the party. I told Pierre that when we went to Push Shack, I'd never been to like a juke party, mm. and he was like, he told Dana like, "Don't believe that shit," and I was like, "What? <laughs> like, did you ever go to a juke party? No, he's I from, ain't go to no parties. He's I ain't from Oper." <laughs> bro, you love talking about that old park. But, shit, I, but, but you but, from old park? You you was born. In I was born in a hospital in old park. I wasn't I mean, born. You got old park in your DNA. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only reason I was born in old park is because mom water broke when she was out and about. <laughs> you gotta go. You gotta go. But no. Um, uh, only juke party I've ever been to is when I lived in, in the city, and that was in like seventh grade. So like I was saying at the at Pushak, that shit don't count. You know what I'm saying? If People, it wasn't eighth grade, thirteen grade years old at like a juke party. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. You so, weren't even. So it only counts if it's like eighth to freshman year. High school is when shit, everything start counting. Any girlfriend before high school don't count. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I don't even think freshman year girlfriends count. He trying to erase his own history at that point. <laughs> 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 but oh, you're right though. What are you, fifteen? Especially yeah. if it lasts like a month or two. That everybody just horny and. Young, just trying to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, one of my topics, and this has been this has been something that's been talked about a lot of different podcasts and stuff. So I want to hear y'all' opinion. It's about the play in, and I think we actually talked about this once the play in was announced. Um, because in the bubble there was like criteria, right? You had yeah. to be between three games behind the seven C for even it to be a fight or whatever. Now they've incorporated to the point where like it don't matter how far ahead or behind you are if you are seven through ten. You play a play-in game. So right now, if you look at the Western Conference, the Minnesota Timberwolves have been rolling. They're currently on a three-game loop or winning streak. They was fucking the boys in LA up. But they are closer to the two-seed than they are um, to the 10 seed. But yet, they still have to participate, if nothing changes. They have to participate in the play-in. Does that make sense to y'all? No, because I feel like you're just putting a team who's worked really hard for the seven seed in the West who has who's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty much being saying, hey – even though you worked your ass off this season, your chances of losing your playoff spot is still on the line. Still on the and line. And I think that's bullshit because when you look at that team, they weren't even supposed to be this good mm-hmm. um, on paper. We were talking about the Memphis Grizzlies um, 
were probably going to be even further down than they were. So, I mean, I don't think it's worth it. I think they, that since they are so good, they shouldn't have to deal with the fucking Lakers or Clippers mm-hmm. um, in order to make their playoff spot. Because who knows? LeBron can come out and get them 50, and now they didn't lost their playoff spot. Or the Clippers are having a really good shooting night, and now they don't get their playoff spot. So, to me, it ain't worth it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, honestly, for the team, it's bullshit. You know, it sucks that they're in that spot. Uh, for the league, though, I feel like it just makes this shit still interesting, though. Yeah. You know, I think eventually over time it's going to be a, a period where they can kind of like they're going to balance it out. So where stuff like this doesn't happen or they're going to have more like specific regulations, because right now it's just too many variables can happen. Like one year it could be the same scenario in the fucking playing teams. is just bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like this year, I feel like it's good. And also it's just like it's just, it's even that extra like kind of like push I think kind of like the home court advantage push we don't want to be the seventh seed you mm-hmm. know our goal is to get as high as we can and you know get to that six so we don't have to be in that spot but yeah. also at the same time like for a team that's rolling like the Timberwolves I think they have to look at this like we we're supposed to we're we're, we're supposed to beat this team Uh-oh. right we're the better team this year sure you know like if this was a couple years ago and they were the 10th seed going against the seventh seed you know, it's not that no more. They're the, they're the better team. So, if they can come in and pull that out, it just should give them more confidence rolling into the, to the playoffs. I hear you. It is good for the league, but it's not good for the league if the Timberwolves somehow got fucked out of a seventh seed. Yeah. Yeah, it's not good for the league then because mm-hmm. they were a team who hasn't made the playoffs in years. They have young up-and-coming talent. But, hey, I would argue the diff- the, the opposite if of that. If they get their ass smoked in the playoffs? I'm the saying playoffs? that for the league – for the league itself, when I'm talking Adam Silver, revenue dollars, the Lakers have an opportunity to be a playoff team. Yeah. It's probably better for the league, right? So when you look at the play-in game right now, the 9-10 would be L.A. versus Pelicans, and then the 7-8 would be Minnesota versus Clippers. That L.A. Pelicans game is going to shit on the other one when it comes to, like, just pure numbers or how many people yeah. are watching. You know, and, Brandon and, Ingram versus LeBron. Right, and potentially Z. I, probably not. But, um, you know what I'm saying? So the NBA opening up this door for, like, last year, what was it? The, the Warriors were the team that got fucked out of it, right? Yeah. I think they were the eight seed or seven seed going in. Then they lost two in a row, and boom, they missed the playoffs. The fact that the Lakers have an opportunity to make it in, everybody knows that's that's the world's favorite team to watch, whether it's to love them or to hate them. It's probably good for the league, but as a diehard NBA fan, I, I feel bad that the Minnesota Timbers even have to go through yeah. a world where two losses – because they have been up and down, even though they're 11 games over. They've had periods of time where they've lost four in a row, five in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the thing, though, the Lakers, I wouldn't be surprised if they got their ass smacked. Me either. Me either. Like, me neither. No bullshit. <laughs> like, at all. They have no one who can guard Big Val. CJ and Brandon Ingram are going to attack Carmelo Anthony whenever he's on the court. And the thing is, like, <laughs> I hate – and it's just like I hate going against the real good knockdown shooters because we don't contest shots. That's yeah. one of the biggest things about a defensive team, and it shows how, like, the quality of it is just, like, how many shots throughout the game are you contesting? Mm-hmm. And, and now, honestly, fuck it. Russ beat us. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So, I just feel like there's so many holes on that team. I would, especially without AD. You have, we have no idea what his update is. And this could all be for not, right? Because the Minnesota Timberwolves might just legitimately just smoke the Clippers in the first run, you know, first yeah. play in game or mm-hmm. or smoke whoever the winner of the nine ten. You know, we could they be They do have Carl Anthony Towns. They do have Cat. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like <laughs> in a smaller perspective too, a lot of the seven seed 
or the AC usually is not doing much in the playoffs. They're not going to the finals. It's not like they, the Warriors, when they lost last year, I wasn't thinking the rest of the playoffs. Like, man, the Warriors should have been fucking wouldn't, wouldn't the Timberwolves play the Warriors? Um, if they made the playoffs at the seven, they won that first game, they would go against the Warriors in the first and round. And the Warriors potentially might not have Steph Curry. Or a lesser version of him if he does come back. So mm-hmm. I think that game's open. It's a walkway. I mean, this year if <clears throat> might be the year that a play-in team can make some noise because Brooklyn's in the play-in. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? um, but right now they'd have to go against Toronto. Again, and Kyrie Irving can't play in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that might all still be changing because – even though the Raptors lost yesterday, and shout out to the Lakers, I was rooting for the Lakers last night. <laughs> As a Bulls fan, I needed the Toronto Raptors and was, the Cleveland Cavaliers to lose. Westbrook after when that shit that happened with him, a dude on the phone. Yeah, he that was a revenge. Game. That was a re, that was a fuck you Canada game yeah. for Russell Westbrook. <laughs> that shit was so crazy. And you me, saw bro. the late game like Russell Westbrook like roller coaster, him taking the bad. Oh my god! And then getting still in the game. Winner. I was half watching this game, and I think Mike was half watching it too. Right. And then the first shot goes up, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. And I think your TV is slightly behind mine. So I didn't say nothing. I mean, I said that, but that could have been a reaction to anything because we yeah. were still playing Apex at that point. And um, and I think Terrence is like, what, 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 what? Like, Russell Westbrook just shot the worst game-tying shot I've ever seen in my <laughs> It hit, like, the top of the side of the be- – like, it was yep. impossible. But then I play- turned away. We, la- we launched, and we landed on containment, and we died off rip. And I looked over, and it was 116 or 116. I'm like, Mike, what the fuck just happened? Mike was like, shit, I, I don't even know. Over <laughs> I was in my shit. And then, then they showed the replay, replay of Russ getting the steal, taking the shot. And then at first replay, I'm like, no, his foot is on the line. And, and then Mike was like, no, nope, he got to be high. He, he got that foot right back. Oh, my God, that was such a good moment. It was such a good nah, moment. No, he needed that shit for real after what's been happening with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that whole Toronto situation, that shit pissed me off, bro, because I feel like that's just like – to me, that shit is just like some NBA Twitter type shit. Like, oh, man, let me get some some likes and retweets. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like people don't even just naturally, like, watch Russell or just, like, naturally hate him. But it's just like they conform to, like, everybody's talking shit about For him. For sure. Yeah. He thought he was going to get a good yeah, reaction. Yeah. It's, it's the word, it's the word hey, of the internet. I ain't going to let this the one funny part. He is like, hey, no, you're good. I bet on you. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But no, but the rest of that shit is like people be. People I, thought just saying, I thought him saying I bet on you made it even more corny. Yeah, he was sure. tra- He was talking shit. <laughs> I bet shit. on you. And he was talking shit to him. He was like, bro, I like you. I be betting on you. Like, <laughs> If you going to talk shit and post it on the internet, don't show the part where you fucking fold. <laughs> did, dude po- did he post that thinking that he, like, oh, I did something on that one. And that's what I'm saying. Like, what was his point? What What is the purpose? Even yeah. the dude that was in the arena calling Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook until Russell Westbrook got to his face. He was like, what you say? And he was like, Russell Westbrook. Why post? Like, you didn't win. You lost. And I'm glad people, <laughs> you got pressed. And I'm glad, like, uh, people like you with a lot of following, they was talking, or, like, just, like, bringing that up. Like, this shit is not cool. It's, it's not yeah. cool, bro. It's really not. Like, and I've... People be seeming like, man, they be forgetting like it's actual people. Those that be are living, people. Yeah, those are people that are living lives. For that, for that dude that be fucking laying in bed with his phone, dick in his hand, waiting for that message to say, Block KOT4Q is tweeted so he could tweet. <laughs> Fell off. Like, <laughs> like that should make their day when it's just like, bro, that's somebody you're fucking just like. It's so weird. You're to just me, trolling bro. every day. And one of the things I saw with that Russell Westbrook video of like when, 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 I just said it was lame. You know, I, yeah. that was always, I was like, it's lame as it gets. And somebody was like, he making $44 million. It's okay. If you value someone's, like, personal well-being based on how much money they make or how much money, that shit is just, that's just ultimately your shit. you eliminate person. the money, he's still a human he's being. He's still a human being. Even with the money, he's still a human being. He's like, 
You know what I'm saying? And obviously, he's going through some shit on the court. Yesterday, hopefully, that was a big confidence booster for bro. But obviously, with him hitting the side of the backboard on 70% of his shots, he's going through some shit on the court. Hey, you know what I'm saying? said yesterday, I got 23,000 points. Why would I even think about that bad shot I took? Yeah. He should have thought about that bitch. But, you know, it, it all worked <laughs> But, hey, he got it back. You feel me? I guess he does seem like the – he's it, based off this season, it seems like he has some form of amnesia because he just keeps shooting that shit. Uh, listen, <laughs> why not? That, that's been his nickname <laughs> slogan forever. Why not? He's had the same demeanor from the jump. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe – What y'all think about his comments from the previous game? About when the Minnesota Timberwolves were talking all that shit, he was like, "Nobody on that team has done anything to." to I just feel like at some, some point, shit. you have to look in the mirror and realize that right now, they're they're better than us. Mm-hmm. And I've also <laughs> talked shit to them, like when he, like Carter Towns said yesterday, when he was rocking the baby in everybody's face, <laughs> shit was all good, like, and nobody could say nothing. Now that we doing good. Now it's classless. Yeah. I think that's bullshit. If you can't dish, if you can't take what you dishing out, don't dish that shit out. Mm-hmm. He eliminate the rock and the baby. He rocked the baby on everybody in the fucking league at one point. <laughs> and now that everybody on his ass, because he with the Lakers and LeBron, there was expectations for this team. And everybody not, not wanted, if you ask him. Everybody wanted to bust. Everybody want to bust y'all ass now. And now you hurt. Shut the fuck up, man. That's crazy. We just went from Team Russell Westbrook <laughs> defending him. <laughs> So like, what is you talking about? I, I don't want to go that far. It, it's just, that was just a bullshit answer. That's it was like, but that, what I was saying is like Russell Westbrook, his ass never gives good answers to the people. You know what I'm saying? That's just been his demeanor his entire career. When it comes to these media questions, he don't give a fuck about the media. So he's just gonna talk. Yeah, but I think it's some some. I think that that shit has some meaning to him. It's not like he's just coming up there saying yes, no. Mm-hmm. These are like answers that I think he truly feels. He's probably fucking irritated answering. Like he'd probably be irritated when he answered them questions. True. Yes. I, after that Timberwolves game, I would probably be pretty in a bad mood too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know? Pat Bev was in that ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pastor Beverly Clapback, how y'all feel about that? He said Oh yeah, he said it's about team awards. It's a team it's a team game. I've been to two conference finals. I've been to this and that and boom, boom, boom. Never missed the playoffs in my career. Hey, sounds like a great response. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I Russ, guess. Does, Russ does have a lot of good individual accolades. C- come too. on, man, so. Russell, what you you not? It's a team game, yeah. and Russell Westbrook still shitting on you with yeah, a team accolade. He He's been to the finals. You've yeah. been to two conference finals, which is first of all technically true, but not true. He was injured one playoff run completely, oh. and his team made it to the conference finals. He contributed <laughs> to regular season shit for sure. But you clapping on the sideline, I don't know how much that impacted the the playoffs. Uh, he, so you've played in one conference finals. Yeah. And Russell Westbrook is that when Damian has, Lillard was telling uh, – no, 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 no. That was early when Damian Lillard was telling uh, Patrick Bailey, he's like, you come out here or some shit. That wasn't the conference finals. The Clippers and Blazers have never been in the conference finals. I know, no, no, no. Yeah, that, that's why I said that was early. That had to be like the first That was round. probably a regular season. Because I don't even think the Clippers and Blazers have ever played in the playoffs, at least recently with Damian oh, Lillard. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, that was a different time I'm thinking about. Either way. But it wasn't he, a great he, comeback. Pat to Bev me. was a part of one of the biggest playoff comebacks in NBA history. Are we talking about the Rockets one? No, when the uh, Clippers beat the Warriors when they were down 30 in the fourth quarter. I don't remember that game. You don't remember that game? Mm-mm. When the Clippers came back from being down 30 against the Oh, Canada yes. It was that Shea was on the team. I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking far back. That's like Lou Will, Montrez oh, Harrell, yeah. Shea. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember that. I yeah. I remember that one because I was in New York on oh. a trip. And I fucking fell asleep. 
He woke up. <laughs> it was like, what? What just happened? What yeah. just happened? Yeah, I remember that one. That was a good game. That was a good game. I thought she was talking about the one where uh, Josh Smith just hit a hundred three pointers against the Clippers. Oh, I don't. Um, know and it was one. the Rockets, but I don't think Patrick Beverly was even in that series. He might have been on the Rockets though at that point. Either way. It was one of the biggest folds of Chris Paul's career, so I remember it somewhat vividly. <laughs> uh, this is the recipe for the Lakers, though. They have played nine overtime games this season, which is by far the most. I think the second most is like four. So, oh, oh I'm sorry. Nope. The Pacers have been an eight, which is still crazy. The Charlotte Hornets have been a seven, and they're 0 oh, and 7. The Pacers started off the season with a bunch of overtime games. What do you think the Lakers' record is in overtime? You said out of nine games? Nine games. Three and six. Good guess. It's seven and two. I had a feeling it was just over. go to overtime every day. <laughs> bro, Honestly, y'all, I, I heard them that. talking about the set, and I I was like, bro, it's either really good or fucking really bad. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, no, yeah, I, yeah, no, I remember it's like it's crazy. I don't think a veteran old team like that would be good able to give you an extra X amount of minutes. Yeah, hey, it happens. And um, LeBron James, eleven game road losing streak was snapped by the Lakers. Just a, that's a crazy ass stat. We lost eleven straight games on the road. Until last night. <laughs> Until last night. It should be hard to watch sometimes. I'm not even finna lie. But I mess with y'all. Now I'm now I'm you not rooting for y'all the, because y'all beat not. the Raptors. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mess with y'all no more. Unless y'all go against the Cavs soon. Because oh, I need them do. boys to lose if we want to oh, keep yeah. our spot in Chicago. I'm glad we could pull that, that W after you last night then. Yeah, thank you. The Bulls don't deserve to be I was trying to keep he was time. talking to me. He's like, Mike, I need y'all to win. And I'm like trying to keep a reality with these Lakers. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if they could do it for you, KB. <laughs> Because every time they would get a lead, it would go it would go away in like a fucking minute. Mm-hmm. So it, I, don't, it, I don't know. I'm just glad Russ had his game though. Yeah, there's a real possibility of the Bulls being a playing team. It's gotten that bad. I haven't even oh. looked at the standings. Oh, he don't know. <laughs> so right now the Bulls are the five C. We have a one game lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not that great. No. Um, we have a two game lead over the seven C. So just in a couple games. We have the hardest schedule in the entire league left with 12 left. The entire the entire league, the hardest schedule. And we know one thing about the Bulls. Them motherfuckers can't beat good teams. Yeah. So there's a real possibility that we went from a team that was at one point number one, one. To number seven. To number seven, bro. It's a real possibility. The, and, that just and, shows how good the East is. The East is crazy. And there's two games this week that matter so much. We go against the Raptors this week and we go against the Cavs. If we can somehow. Those are technically playoff games. It, it should yes, they count basically <laughs> the same. If we can somehow, we've beat both of these teams multiple times a season. You know what I'm saying? So it's a possibility that we get out of these, yep. but we need it to work. We need them. We and need these Caruso's wins. Caruso's back, so Darius Garland will be in check. Last game, um, we just played against them last week, and Caruso had that was Caruso's first game back. Yeah, and um, he he had like what was it like seven four and four, but his impact was there. Oh yeah, his I don't think I don't really rely on Caruso for stats for sure. He's more of an impact guy. Like a small Draymond Green. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I expect. Well, Draymond Green's going to get the assist. And rebound. a lot of shit more. But I see what you mean. Yeah. A lesser Draymond. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, that would be tragic. Because I was just excited to have, like, a full series of Chicago playoff basketball. And it's a possibility that we won't even get that. We might get one. Oh, at the minimum, we're getting two playoff games. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't fall, we're not falling to the nine or ten. That shit is dead. You know? <laughs> but there's a possibility that we fall to seven. Which means that we have to we have to go against Brooklyn. 
Who are y'all taking? Doesn't Patrick Williams go to the G League this week? Yes, he's been practicing with the G League uh, for the past two nights, two days. They say he could come back this this week, which will be against maybe Cleveland <laughs> or against maybe Toronto. I wonder how many. He's probably gonna be on a minute. Minutes restriction. restriction. Yeah, and they said that Lonzo Ball. What happened to Lonzo? He's got I a forgot. bone bruise, oh. and that can heal multiple different ways. And they said that rehab not hitting the way it should. So, damn, so unfortunate. Man. The team that had a lot of upside. <laughs> Injuries, injuries happen, man. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. That's why I I'm not. I don't use that as an excuse. Yeah, I saw a tweet on Twitter talking about that people are really counting the season with all the injuries that's happening, and I was just like, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. Got to capitalize. Like, Every season has had injuries. They were like Kawhi's hurt, Paul George is hurt, um, somebody else. Steph Curry. That was after Steph Curry got injured. Yeah. I saw that tweet too. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry's now. Wow, there's no way y'all counting this season. I'm just like. Shit! If I can win a basketball is basketball, yeah, yeah, I can capitalize. Mm-hmm. If we're even in any sport, if uh, an all star QB go down, if Aaron Rodgers is out, you think I'm about to not try to capitalize on this situation? Shit! I remember when James Harden, when Kevin Durant went down, we was like James Harden, Chris Paul, they got this shit, and it didn't happen. Yep, it didn't happen. Anything happened in game basketball, man? Because mm-hmm. then Chris Paul ended up getting hurt too. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, they they miss it's twenty seven straight threes. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of shit can happen. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. wasn't even the same one. That's not the same series. No, I thought that I'm, was the same series. The twenty seven threes was against the Warriors. Was yeah. that the and previous year against the Warriors? I don't. That that wasn't the same series. I'm talking about when uh, Kevin Durant went down with his name. This was the one when the Raptors won. Oh, you're talking about the finals. This no 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 no. This is the conference finals when it was the Rockets versus the Warriors. Remember, KD went down like game three or some shit. We were like, this is the chance for the Rockets to make the like make that push, and they didn't. Like they ended up losing. James Harden didn't. I think James Harden actually had a solid game, but it wasn't no like crazy like I'm gonna bring them to the to the to the next round type stuff. Hmm. Y'all don't remember that? I thought that was the same series. So I'm looking at the 27 straight missed threes. This was 2018. Kevin Durant played 44 minutes, so this is not the same series. Um, but this is oh, this is the series that Chris Paul wasn't playing because okay. he was injured. Um, so did they match up again in 2019? Yeah, they I, they, they matched up again. Yeah, they definitely had two different um, conference finals appearances. Damn, Harden could be a, a, a NBA champion if he didn't match up against his team every fucking. <laughs> Fucking year, <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. They did go against each other in a semifinal six game series. In this one, Kevin Durant played five semi games. Final semi conference finals. Semi conference finals. Okay, so I won the conference. Um, but yeah, James Harden. I mean, um, Kevin Durant did not play in that last game, and it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter because in this last game, who had the game? Steph Curry had thirty three. Clay Thompson had twenty seven. That on the opposite side of things, James Harden had 35. Yeah, I remember him having a good game, yeah. but it was just like a, a quiet 34. Chris Paul had 26. I got him. Man, them counting stats don't mean a damn thing. When y'all look at this Warriors team right now, do y'all think there's a chance where they roll out with this big three for a good minute and try to give this a big push? Um, I just Hey, listen. I watch Phoenix Suns basketball. Them motherfuckers feel untouchable. I'm not saying they are. Mm-hmm. But they feel untouchable. Now, the playoffs are a little bit different. Usually, you need a top 10-ish, 
ten player, let's say at the minimum, you need a top ten player, and they don't have that. Booker's, but they I have so Booker's much. Slowly getting into that realm. It's possible of being a superstar. I, I'm watching these dudes, and I'm like, I I don't know if a team is be, if they're healthy. Chris Paul coming back. I don't know if a team is beating them in seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will be hard as shit. That's all I'm saying. I feel like it would be hard. I mean, but so if you're the Warriors and you're the front office, would you look into making trades? I've I've debated this this too because John I, I would say Jonathan Kaminga add his ass to the untouchable list. He looks incredible as a rookie. He if he can stay under Draymond and learn from Draymond, I think his ceiling is ridiculous. So he is a guy that is considered untouchable to me. If people are looking at Wiseman who played some G League minutes a little while ago, or Moses Moody who still looks good, both of these players can still be blossom and be great. Um, I mean, I guess, but we've said this for like two seasons now. When they had these, the first pick with Wiseman, we were like, oh, they're going to trade that pick to go get that extra superstar with D'Angelo Russell's contract or whatever. Was it Wiggins' contract regardless? Um, and they didn't. And then they had these two first-round picks this year that turned out to be Moses Moody and um, Kaminga. They didn't make the trade. This is not a team, has not been a team that looks to make these big-time splashes at the expense of some of their younger talent. It looks like they want to try to win with these 30-plus dudes, the, the the trio, while also developing the next phase of Warriors basketball. So I don't I don't know what they would do. Or if I was in front office, I'll make some calls. You know what I mean? I'll make some calls. I, Who's untouchable? I'm such a Kaminga, right Steph Curry. Kaminga, I, I would just say that the big three is untouchable. All big, so for the rest of their contract, they're going to be here. I would assume so, just because I don't know how you come to Steph Curry and say we moving Clay or we moving Dre or we come to Clay for some reason and say we moving Steph. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Um, I just don't know how you do that because yeah. this is if if I'm looking at big threes throughout history, this is a big three that feels like, like they're franchise tagged and they feel like brothers. Yeah, you know, sometimes you convince them like we 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 fuck with James a little bit, but if you want to trade him away, we ain't we cool. Nah, with nah, it. I knew they ass was brothers once I seen that man Draymond check in just so he could start in the lineup with Clay Thompson when he was oh, back. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he checked his ass right, right out. out. Like that's <laughs> he said, a, forget my season that's averages. Like, that's just such a moment type thing. Like yeah. I needed to be there for. Or me. like when Steph Curry was trying to break the record in Madison Square Garden, he was like, I wanted to be the one to give him the assist, but it was mm-hmm. Wiggins. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a that's a brotherhood. So I would I would assume those three are untouchable. I would assume that Jonathan Kaminga is untouchable. And I, Jordan Poole is interesting because he's about to get paid. Yep. And I don't know what that what that price tag is for him. I think it's going to be pretty high because Jordan Poole has shown, even when Klay Thompson was out, he can step in and be a starting shooting guard and put up numbers for you. So you got three players or near max contracts. Draymond's making like 20-something. So, I mean, I guess it's not near max contract. But three guys making a lot of money. And then Jordan Poole's about to make a lot of money too. That just pigeonholes the rest of the team to be like a Kamingo or Moses Moody that um, – um, on rookie deals or auto portal who's on the minimum. The good thing about it is that you can probably convince role players to come there to play for the minimum oh, yeah. because we're the Warriors. I, I'm one of those like if you can if you have the feeling that like we could win a championship and this team like with the the, the big three that they have, I, they should always kind of feel like that once they're healthy. Like bro, make those moves. Like the those three working together work so well and I've seen this a long time ago but like the Warriors are best when they have high IQ basketball players on their team. Because of how they run their offense and their defense. They don't have crazy defenders, but they just, like, they're all high They know what to be. They know their spots. I would add that to the list. So now you're deeper and you're just, like, you're more. You could do what you do better than what you were doing previously to give you a better chance. Mm. Yeah, they're a deep team. 
They definitely have a lot of pieces that can come yeah. in and contribute. Because, I mean, honestly, you don't need even, like, for them, they need the name sets. Gonna, like, they need concrete players, but they don't need to be no crazy person because their offense has times where they can have fucking Damon Lee go up for 15 because he's getting open shots and open looks and stuff like that. They have other players that can step up. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, can you, like I said, do what you do with the Warriors. Can you play the Warriors game better than the, the other teams are trying to do with it? And they still have Iguodala. Who's shown that in this system he's a very Where good is one. he? He's sitting on the bench. Honestly, I wouldn't even. He's <laughs> hey, just sitting on he, ice. He, sit, he's, he should be sitting on that fucking bench. He don't need to come in until playoff time and he need to guard somebody. <laughs> he's injured. Yeah, he is. That's, I don't know what's wrong with um, him. It's back. Oh, you don't like, I don't oh, like that. Since February 6th, no timetable has been announced for return. Damn. Iggy. His nicknames on Basketball Records. Reference. Iggy, of course. AI2. No, AI, please take that down. No. Who the fuck is calling him AI2? Um, I don't even know where that comes from. He's never wore the number two. I no, guess number Island two. Allen Iverson, number two. Yeah, he's the number two. That's yeah. why I said take that shit down. <laughs> There's no other reference they could have made unless they were saying he's the second AI. Yeah, because of the two initials. What? That's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> And then Dollar Bills with a Z. Well, I'm, I'm going to say they're not comparing him. They're just saying he's the second AI. Yeah, he's yeah. the second I, I'm best. I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's the second best player in NBA history with the initials AI. Give yeah, well, I got to do some research. <laughs> it's not like his ass is one of the best. Like he's fucking, you know, uh, first battle Hall of Famer or some shit. Is he a Hall of Famer? Finals MVP? Finals MVP? Small yeah. two-time champion? Couple-time all-star? He got a case. I'm not saying he's deserve it. Mm-hmm. I would like the NBA to be more uh, strict. strict on the Hall of Fame, though. I think it would be better for the league. I got a question for y'all. Mm-hmm. Looking at the standings. What is your favorite narrative so far this year? And the reason I bring this up because I just the, they lost yesterday to fucking Laurie Mark and hitting that shot. But the Nuggets, the Nuggets story is crazy with Nikola Jokic, mm-hmm. and they they're the six right now. But I think hold on, let me look at the standards again. They can win a couple games and they can move up to the five or fourth seed. No, yeah, I was thinking about this too, just because Jamal Murray's now playing in the G League, um, mm-hmm. and I think that he's the player where. You're not going to be expecting much. You just need 75% of Jamal Murray, mm-hmm. something like that. And I think him coming back healthy is going to be big for them, especially when you look at those seedings. And when you have a guy like Jokic, you're not expecting – you're expecting Jokic to carry the load. You're not really expecting Jamal Murray to come in and be that 50-point playoff guy mm-hmm. again. Um, you just need some weapons that's around Jokic that's reliable, and Jamal Murray will be an immediate threat once he steps on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all you need. I think – they can upset somebody if they land in the right spot. Because they have that, like, they have that puncher chance feel where I feel like they could go they can go against somebody in the first round and get their ass bust. Yeah. But they also seem to me like they could they could surprise a team and take their ass down if they're just not coming right. No, yeah. Yeah. And and their seeding is fluctuating, too. Um, they're just one game above the seventh seed. So there's a possibility this team is a playing team, which is yeah. crazy to say. Uh, just right, because I literally just said like they're two games from above, like the the seats above them. Yeah, no, it's they could either fall to the play in or jump all the way as high as like the four seed. You know, <laughs> that's how close it is. I think the biggest, one of the most interesting stories for me is that Brooklyn will be a seventh or eighth seed potentially, mm-hmm. and we have a big heavyweight first round matchup that's gonna come and punch you in the face right away. Not something you gotta wait to the conference finals. This is. Potentially the teams who are probably going to be in the finals going at it um, to make it to the finals. Yeah. 
one of the top two seeds. If Brooklyn gets out, we can't say that for sure. Anything can happen in the game of basketball. One of the top two seeds is going to have a crazy path to the finals. Yep. You know, in the first round, again, 7-8 matchup would be in Toronto. Kyrie can't play. I, I think Toronto's, I think Toronto's good enough to win that game. They are, but that motherfucker just lost to the Lakers. They did just lose, but they were on a five-game win streak before that, though. In a must-win situation, I'm just taking Kevin Durant against the young guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just think, just think when you put him in that type of situation, his game just goes to a whole nother level, and can't nobody on that court fuck with him. And that, bro, that's another <laughs> part of the thing. So, like, what kind of drives that narrative with Jokic? It's just I think you really see the qualities of a player, like how good that player can be. When they kind of have a little bit less, and obviously, like you want, you want, you want more than just one superstar on your team or whatever. Yeah. But like, I thought about like when KD, when they didn't have Kyrie or James Harden, or Kyrie can't play in Ben Simmons. Like when we see Kevin Durant have a fifty-point game to see, like lead his team to a W, it just feels different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just every point was needed. Um, in that in that one game elimination, I'll probably take Toronto. Um. But if Brooklyn does win, then they have to go against the Bucks in the first round. Or if they lose that one and then beat the second team because there's no restrictions in Atlanta or in Charlotte, so Kyrie can play in that second game if they lost the first one. Uh, they'd go against Miami in the first round, which is like, mm-hmm. okay, I've heard this. we talk about it in a lot of podcasts too. Do you believe the NBA should incorporate a rule where the one seed can pick who they want to go against in the first round? No. What? No, that'd be actually pretty funny because uh, I it has to be one of the top eight seeds, right? Yeah, somebody that made yeah, the playoffs. I, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be mad at that, bro. Like I said, I, I'm all about the like the in- incentives and because all that shit during the league. The playoffs is about matchups. Mm-hmm. It's about matchups. It'd be a, it could be a number one seed that just don't can't somehow the sixth seed they got or just say like Giannis or whatever they they get matched up with the Cavs and. They the Cavs have personnel to defend Giannis. Yeah, but you know what I'm it's saying? never it's not- a situation really, except for now, where the eight seed is a team who can knock off the one seed. This is like the very first time we've seen that happen, except for the we the believe Warriors. the we believe the, Warriors. Yeah, but that was a matchup that they were. I think they were even were they favored to win that. I don't think no, so. no. Dirk just won MVP. Yes, mm-hmm. Dirk yeah. just came off MVP award. So this is like the only time that. This mm-hmm. has happened. So I would not mind that. I think it's also be a cool idea for teams like, yeah, let's just take this team out early. And it's like one of the teams that's like trying to get to the finals. Or <laughs> like shit. like the Miami, he said, the Bucks fucked us up last <laughs> yeah. season. Let's get that thing. Yeah. See, I I just feel like the likelihood of that happening is zero. I think both <laughs> I think both of y'all are making really good points. Um the people that are saying no is like, how often does it really matter? Yeah. Um usually the AC is getting smacked by the one seed anyway. But People on the other side was like, hey, that can build rivalries. Let's say the uh, Miami was like, we'd rather go against Toronto instead of Brooklyn. Give, a, give us Toronto. That can be a little rivalry for years mm-hmm. to come. They thought we was going to be this week, boom, boom, boom. We might upset them uh, unlikely. But you know what I'm saying? So, I think this, can, so if you look at the Suns, who would the Suns shoes? Whoever's That was another uh, one of my things. I was like, bro, like I said, it's all about matchups. We can go down the stands and be like, who is the weakness for this team? Who does the, this team not want to fucking see in the playoffs? I think the, the, I think the, the Suns would pick the Lakers. You know what I think? <laughs> if they incorporated this, I think that the first couple seasons, nobody's going to use it. I think that the one season is going to be like, we're okay with just going against whoever slotted in at the eight. Until you get to the point where a motherfucker like Kawhi is coming back. You're like, actually, we, we want to avoid that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
but I've I've seen it, and and another people, another side of the thing is the people that would side with you were like, the reason you get the one seed is for home court advantage, because the argument is like, hey, we just played all of these games to become the number one team in our conference, and you telling me I got to go against fucking Kevin Durant in the first round? You know what I'm saying? What? Why? Why even compete all these games to get the one seed? Hey, I think this is the beauty of basketball. You never know what the fuck gonna happen. Yeah, injuries happen. Hey, teams fall. Hey, regardless, you are gonna have to go through Kevin Durant. Either yeah. directly or indirectly. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You got to beat a team that beat him or you got to beat him. It's so. pretty mm-hmm. much his conference. You have to beat him. Oh, damn. Or go through him. All right. I think we. Or Giannis. Yeah. Whose conference is it? Is it Giannis's conference <laughs> coming off a championship? Probably Giannis. Yeah. Probably. At, At this moment. Yeah. Until proven otherwise. Um, probably Giannis. It's, it's so close. It's, it's 1A, 1B. It's 1A, 1B. <laughs> Definitely 1A, 1B. Yeah. Um, whose conference is the Western Conference? Is it the. Who, I don't think it's a person's conference. I just think it's the conference. I'll just say LeBron. That's LeBron's conference. Stop playing with him. That motherfucker might not make the playoffs. <laughs> Is it his conference? I if, don't think yeah, in conference point, play he's sixteen and twenty seven. From what I've but seen he this season. Oh, okay. From what I've seen this season, motherfuckers ain't scared of LeBron no more. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean Yeah. So I don't think anyone on that in the conference is scared of anyone at this point. I think it's just open. I'm trying to think who would be scared of somebody. I think that the Utah Jazz might be scared of the Dallas Mavericks. That might be a first round matchup. Yeah. Um, I can already team, see. I can already see fucking Rudy switching out of Luka off a of pick and roll. But you know what? <laughs> In the games that they played against each other this season, Rudy has held his own pretty solid. He yeah. not you not stopping. I like what Hassan Whiteside said. In the defense of Rudy Gobert. Yes, I'm talking about Rudy Gobert again. He was like, people always talk about Rudy Gobert not being able to guard at the perimeter. He was like, who can guard in the perimeter? We got guards getting 60 drop on their head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so why why are you holding Rudy Gobert to the standard of a guard at the 7-1 foot? You know what I'm saying? I don't think Rudy Gobert's yeah, job is to, protect is to be the most elite rim protector in the entire NBA. And he fucking does that. Yes, you asked him to do the other shit, like guard the perimeter, but why are we holding him to the standard of Marcus Smart? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He held, he 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 does a decent enough case in a one-on-one scenario where you don't feel absolutely terrible mm-hmm. about him guarding Luka for some possessions. Yeah, but then you also see times where he just can't. Like, Prove it! Trey Mann. Did you watch the Trey Man game? It was part of the scheme, but it was also his matchup. That's another. His <laughs> matchup was to guard the paint, though, Derek. But if you giving it, letting the guy drop. If my 40, coach is telling me to guard the paint, I'm guarding the paint. That's also dumb as hell on. Quinn that's Slider. what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, that goes on coaching too. That's what that, I'm saying. If if we go into the playoffs and somehow like that shit does happen again, where it's like Rudy getting singled out or something, Trey Dotey. How, how much of that goes back on coaching? Like, man, you couldn't get another defensive scheme to kind of like hide Rudy. That's a part of it. You gotta I'm, hide. Imagine trying that, to hide a guy you're paying thirty million dollars to. But, but it's, it's it's similar to like Steph Curry. It's, like it's Steph similar Curry. to guarding. It's like Steph Curry though. Yeah, but he is the defense of Steph Curry. The, the reason Rudy Gobert got that money is strictly off defense. Imagine right. saying He's still I'm helping all your fucking him. Still, right. You're actually but trying to help him be the trying to reach that freaking thirty million type threshold because right now. When it comes to that playoffs, he don't play like no max player. But imagine paying a guy thirty plus mil for his defensive impact and saying we're about to try. But to his 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 defensive impact is is different. Know. You don't pay Giannis forty million to shoot spot up shooting, but you pay him for his offense. You don't pay and Steph Curry. You don't pay Steph Curry to dunk on motherfuckers. But I'm that's not, part of offense, though. I'm not asking him to do that. Exactly. We, we shouldn't be asking Rudy Gobert to guard Steph that, Curry. Even if that, if they do have a system that. where they do kind of hide Rudy Gobert. Him, him saying hide is the wrong word. Yeah. You're not hiding <laughs> Rudy Gobert. He's just not. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be guarding. Be on the perimeter. He shouldn't be guarding Steph Curry for long periods of time. If we get a switch, sure. 
But like you, you're not guard. He shouldn't be guarding Steph Curry, Luka Doncic for a long period of time. He needs better perimeter defenders with him on his team that will fight through other than Royce O'Neal. Hey, what, from what I've seen in the playoffs, when he's on the court, teams are calling the pick and roll, and they're bringing him up there, making him work mm-hmm. in space. What center? What center? How many centers in the league are not getting cooked on a pick and roll? Realistically, uh, most of them are. Exactly. <laughs> so, but that's just so funny. Weird. Only person I can say is Bam out of bio. Is Bam. <laughs> Bro, we talking about that. In and I don't even know if the advanced stats prove that. But the, the eye test when I watch Bam, I feel yeah. like Bam is a better pick and roll defender than Rudy Gobert. Yeah. But even then, Draymond Green. 90, he's not a center. He's 97. Yeah, but he plays center. He's six, I'm not saying. I'm, not saying I'm, I'm, I'm expecting him to be faster on the perimeter than the seven one Rudy Gobert. Yeah. He's six uh, six. But what I all all I'm saying is, Rudy Gobert's yeah the best rim protector in the last decade. You know what I'm saying? Him being bad on the offense side of the ball, or the him being bad guarding the ball. Yes, it hurts. But again, we shouldn't be asking him to do that. That's not mm-hmm. what he's. That's not what you paid. They didn't pay him the forty million. And be like now, Rudy. When we match it up against Steph Curry, that's your assignment, my boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If somehow you could, like, you put him more into, like, a corner or into a lesser person in it, and it, sometimes it just don't work out. Somehow, some, like, sometimes Terrence Mann will have a big game and shit like that happens. But, like, if he's not guarding that pick and roll more, he's more so probably in a help spot. So and, he's going to help your defense. And the Terrence Mann thing was a fucking fluke. I picked him to go crazy this season. Most improved candidate. <laughs> Every once in a while, he'd be, he'd be, okay. he'd be all right. He'd he be had okay. the game of his life, Derek. He's he never did. even come close to scratching those type of numbers. That is crazy bad luck. <laughs> it just. Looks- uh, but I can say all of that and defend Rudy Gobert and still say that contract is still ridiculous. Yeah. I can do both. I can say that Rudy Gobert is elite at this thing and still say the amount of money they paying him to be a lead of the thing is still a lie. Yeah. Because it kind of pigeonholes. It, it kind of makes it a damn near immovable. Contract. I don't think it'll be if the if the Utah Jazz called the other twenty nine GMs in the league and say who won Rudy, people will say yes. Charlotte probably we're not r- right. We're yeah. not. Let's not act like there's not teams that need defensive centers. You know what I'm saying? Charlotte is not a team that's trying to win a championship. So yes, they'd be like we fucking want him because he can get us into a place where we're not the most average team in NBA. But history. then again, what would you be willing to give up? You need to match that money. You have to. You have to somehow. I don't think that's as hard pieces. as you making it think. I don't think it's as hard as you you putting it. Okay. They're going to have to pay Miles Bridges this offseason. Would you trade Miles Bridges in a package for Rudy Gobert? No. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but there are some yeah. teams that could use that defense. Imagine the Atlanta Hawks or Rudy Gobert. You have to give up John Collins. Would you give up John Collins in a deal for Rudy Gobert? I don't think you have to. Clint Capella. Clint, Clint Capella and some of the other people. You, you got to, so many people over there. Yeah, you got to make it sexy for the Jazz, too. Why? If they call and say they want to trade him, why, why make it sexy? <laughs> they feel like they just trying to dump him off anyway, right? Yeah, you're right. If, hey, here's another center. Here's Clint Capella, and here's another wing defender and somebody. I, I don't know who's even over there at this point. You're not giving up DeAndre Hunter. But then again, DeAndre Hunter ain't really been on shit this season. Yeah. And he's but like 30. Like his ceiling is very high. He got to play. Yeah. For anybody. He's, he's like 30. <laughs> I'm exaggerating. But he, he came into the league as like a 22. He was like a four-year player in college. You know, this is just a little bit different. I think there are definitely teams that would take on. You know who would want the Rudy Gobert but don't got the money? You about to say the Bulls. Fucking Bulls. <laughs> please, bro. Please get us somebody at that sort of position that know how to defend. Yeah. But <laughs> some nights Vucevic's offense is so much needed. <laughs> No, for sure, <laughs> and so and I just don't think Rudy. It's like you gotta give you gotta give up something. To get That's something. why you just yeah. You get give Rudy isolations at the top of the key. <laughs> get him comfortable with dribbling the ball. 
I saw a clip on Twitter that was like, uh, it was a clip of Rudy Gobert just dribbling to do a dribble handoff, and he turned his shit over. <laughs> and they was like, this is what happened when you let him put the ball on the floor. <laughs> like, damn, bro. How can you be that much of a, basically zero? He averaged 16 based on height and just being big as shit. And, yeah. and rebounding well. But like, offensively, big, big, big ass Andre Roberson. Big ass Andre Roberson. Big ass Andre Roberson. But what's Rudy Gobert's career high if y'all had to take a guess? 30 something? Uh, I'll say, thir- I'll, I give, gotta him, Google I'll give him 34. Rudy Gobert. He probably had a few games where he, you know, he made a lot of free throws. Got I got a lot. I'm gonna go 38. Damn, damn. No, All right. it ain't no 38. <laughs> <laughs> but I, was, I, I feel like it's got. It, it, I think it's somewhere in the 30s. 35. Okay. I said 34. Yeah, 35. Against <laughs> the Knicks in 2017. He hasn't dropped 30 plus since that game. <laughs> so, <laughs> I might have to take the odds on him. Oh, that's not. Tr- oh no, that is true. Yeah, he probably thought he was the man that night. Oh God. I feel like he had to just shoot a lot of free throws. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go look at the box score on that. There's one. no way he was getting all that off just dunks and layups. Thirty-five point point game. They won. Um, he was being guarded by Chris Stapps Porzingis that game. <laughs> <laughs> he Born had he had nine up. free throws. Oh, uh, he had nine free throws. Thirty-five points, thirteen made field goals. Mm-hmm. That's mm. decent for this is before Donovan Mitchell was even there. It's the Gordon mm-hmm. Hayward show. Boris Diaw was on this team. Yeah, Spurs legend. Damn, Jeff Withy. Y'all remember that name? Yeah, no. Tall ass white boy. <laughs> Shit, he had a little game. Six points. Okay. Six points. Yeah, but he hasn't dropped thirty plus since that day. He had a twenty nine game against Dallas. Hmm. He loved that foreign matchup. Hmm. And guess who had a bad game? <laughs> Porzingis. Luca. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> He probably had to switch on him a little bit and stop him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking shit. Luka had 30. I'm lying. Oh. <laughs> Luka had 30. But he was going against Porzingis that game again. So, yeah. All of his career highs are against Porzingis. Hopefully he goes against the Mavericks then. <laughs> oh, oh he's God. not even on the Mavericks no, no more. No, he's not. Oh, she. The white he had, he had a chance. He had a luck now. Bro, I got to look at all of his games versus – oh, no, okay. Not every game. This Which game he dropped 10. At? I was just trying to see if every time he go against Porzingis, do he dog just him. eat him. <laughs> but it's not. Yes, no yeah, not. <laughs> He had the, a couple good games. This season, he ain't done nothing against Dallas. 14 points, 10 points, 12 points. He running, he working. He working mm-hmm. on the other end. Oh, <laughs> uh, as I could have guessed, Porzingis didn't play in these games. <laughs> Speaking mm-hmm. of Porzingis, though, he's been low-key solid for the Wizards. The Wizards yeah. have been like. Who's been better, him or Spencer Dinwiddie? Well, Spencer Dinwiddie it's Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. It's 100% yeah, Spencer game Dinwiddie. Winning shot Two game-winning shots since he's uh, been there. But um, Porzingis, I don't know. He. he He's like real nice, and I was thinking about that too because he's like, man, he not gonna get he, he not gonna get back to that all star form, but that's okay, man. He, yeah, he could give you a nice little eighteen, six rebounds, six seven boards, and he gets some blocks enough for you. But you paying him like an all star. Hey, that's man. the only bad side, isn't it? They it's two years left on his deal or one year? Left I think it's two. Yeah, it's probably a play option, and he's gonna take it. And then uh, Bradley Beal, he's taking his play option. You think no. so? He said he's not. Yeah. Um. But he said he wants to resign, but he's not taking a player option because he, he can sign the biggest, so the big the biggest contract but in NBA history. If you're the Wizards, shit. would you give him that contract? Yeah. I mean, if I was the Wizards, no. But they will. Mm-hmm. If I was the Wizards, hell no. Isn't I'm it two hundred and fifty? It's I don't know the exact number, but two hundred realm is definitely right. 
I'm not giving. No, I'm not giving Bradley. What do you think the contract. chances are he he signs this to get that contract and, and then dips in six months? <laughs> yeah, yes. I think it's likely. You're literally paying him superstar money, where you've seen him as the number one option. And on he's an, he's an all star. He's not a superstar. Yeah, you've seen him <laughs> as the number one option on your team, and your team has gone nowhere. Nope. They actually <laughs> winning percentage wise way better when he's not playing. So empty stats. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously he's an empty stats guy. Hey man, I'm just saying if. As a front office, you got to look into the future. And I know Bradley Beal is good, but. Yeah. Is D.C. not considered. Is D.C. considered a small market? I think it's like a medium market. It's not know. New York or Chicago or L.A., but it's not Cleveland either. It's the capital of our our country. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I wouldn't call those, it a small those market. Those seats be empty. Yeah, they sign a lot of fans. In this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say ranking NBA markets and just see where. I wouldn't be surprised they're like. 16, 15 range. You were like red, uh, dead smack in the middle? Yeah. Um, okay, here's an article. They are 10th. Oh, that's pretty big. That's, that's pretty good. You know, yeah. in the, the, higher ha- the higher third of the, the league. Yeah. No, that's considered a large market based on this one article that's on Hoop I'm, Social. Yeah, I don't I feel like top 10. Is. is there like a stat on there that like identifies what, what classifies as a large market? Um, right. Ticket sales, right? No. Um, TV market size oh. and the population of the city. Oh yeah, the population. Population definitely plays a part. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they, hey, number one is New the New York yeah. state. Knicks. So it's like Knicks, Knicks and, and Nets. Nets. Mm-hmm. Um. Then L. A. Then Chicago, Chicago, Philly, Dallas, Toronto, Golden State, Atlanta, Houston, Washington, Boston, Phoenix. Who's dead last? Memphis. Memphis. That makes sense. They got a, like a diehard fan culture over there, but it's not a big market. It's not a big market at all. It's like a college town to me. Mm. That's the feel I get from Memphis. And then you got New Orleans as, as down there as well. So That's a football city. Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, Milwaukee's not a big city. No, it's not. Not a big city at all. Mm. Pop- population, 1.5 million. Yeah. And I Damn. feel like I feel like that that's like those are like football cities too. I feel For like sure. the Packers mm-hmm. are bigger than the Bucks. Yeah. Hell I would yeah. say so too. Same with the Saints in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee. T- I wonder, does are that- the Titans are still in Tennessee or did they move? Tennessee Titans? Does that make sense? It Is that still sounds- a team? Tight. Yeah. I'm going to say yeah. You're mad at He's the mad <laughs> guy. I'm going to say yeah. I don't recall them moving, but shit. Tennessee Titans. Yeah, Tennessee Titans still a thing. Look at that. How great is that? They just signed Austin Hooper to a one-year $6 million deal. Tight Austin end. Hooper? Yeah. I don't know who the hell that is. For real? I even knew. I legit knew Austin, Austin Hooper. Hooper? He's no. a, he used to play for the Browns. He was tight end for the Browns. No, I didn't know who that was. Oh. Name one so player on this team, on the, ti- on the Titans. Name one player. Uh, um, Henry. Okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's the correct answer for sure. Uh, football been going crazy recently in the free agency and shit. It's trades and stuff. Nah, How much kidding. have you been actually keeping up with that? I actually had Adam Schefter Shef- Shef- on Nodies. Didn't you? I think last episode you were you were sitting here. You're like, why do I have him on notice? Yeah, I was like, Who? I literally said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know why I had him on notice? Because wow. on my burner account, I was making dumbass tweets. Like oh. when Khalil Mack got traded, I got the notification. Then I went to eBay and typed in Khalil Mack jersey, <laughs> screenshotted it, cropped it, and put it on Twitter. Like, can't wait for this Bears season type shit. And he just got traded. It's kind of crazy know. how football fans take that shit so serious. I made a joking tweet about the Bears mm-hmm. having the best wide receiver duo now with um um what the what uh, fuck who got traded for the um Allen Robinson is gone though right no Devontae Adams Devontae got Adams got traded but Allen Robinson is gone yeah so I said oh 
Justin Fields and Darnell Mooney are now the best receiving QB duo in the North in the NFC division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people was coming for your yes. head. <laughs> yes. Some dude even got blocked. He was like, <laughs> Damn. They, that <laughs> was, shit obviously sounds like a fucking it's joke. It's right? <laughs> Yeah, fucking sophomore year QB. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't Mooney like a young as hell too? Yeah. Or something? yeah. So I was just like, ah, oh, now we have the best receiving QB duo. No. Yeah. Was he a Packers fan? Because he might have been kind of hurt because that's, that's, that was a big ass trade. I don't know. But Minnesota fans. Coming at I don't him. even know who's on Minnesota. Um, I've never been to. It's Kirk Cousins game. there. It was Kirk QB? Cousins and um, Jefferson. Oh, I know that name. I don't know his first name. <laughs> Justin, I forgot his first name. Justin. 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 Yeah. Justin. That's that. You got his card, man. Don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. But his ass. No. Yeah. He. I think he. He was a rookie last year, and he had some good ass. He got good cards now, but like he's one of them. Like you know, they have the rookie cards and all that. Like mm-hmm. he was juiced in that motherfucker. Mm. Oh, he's real Damn. solid. I even like years ago, like two years ago, I said Mr. Risky would be an MVP candidate. Dude, I remember that. Too. I remember that. You I just quoted him. Yeah, he he's now going to be a star. I was like, mm-hmm. he get to rebuild his Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Like I said, I ain't never been to no Bears game. We should all go. You never been to a Bears game? I don't know. You why. know what? I've never been to a Bears game, a regular season game either. The thought it's of fucking going to cold. a football game. Yeah, the thought of going to a football game just doesn't even sound fun. It's fucking cold, and I don't like the. I don't feel like I would like the view. I like the view from the TV. It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and you there's not all those lines on the field. <laughs> 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 and it's like a coliseum type thing where, yeah. like, as you hire, you go. Hey, I'm good. Unless I'm sitting at the floor. I'm down if you buy tickets though. If I buy the tickets, if you buy the tickets hey. and it's sunny out, I'll go. <laughs> vlog. Oh. Through the wire goes to a Bears game vlog. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'll walk coming with her. Put it on the company car. On the company car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm definitely more invested in baseball games. Baseball games are fun, though. Well, yeah. I've never been in no Bears game, so right, I can't tell, like, yeah. the contrast. Of it, but, like, the baseball game, that shit was actually dope. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. long as hell though, and it's nice Sometimes. out. Sometimes that's one thing you can say. It's gonna Sometimes be nice. baseball games can go quick, bro. The first baseball game we went to was over like an hour forty. That was the yeah. quickest baseball game I've ever been to because I think we shut them out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was a fucking um, who was on the mound? I forget who was on the mound that day, um, but we shut them out, and it was like so the game went like that. Then the second game we went to was that night game. It was with that, the Astros, and the Astros had like a long ass third inning because they scored like nine runs. It was a, it was a long ass game. The thing for about sure. the baseball games is, bro, I I had like a beer drink. That sun was beating down. <laughs> I felt like shit. I'm like, bro, I feel so sluggish. Yeah, yeah. That nine run inning was ridiculous. Come with an um, come with an umbrella. Hat umbrella hat though, not the real umbrella, but the motherfuckers you put in your head. Oh shit! I was bro, I was dead ass on the, on the fucking line, and I was looking like, maybe can I actually get one of those like novelty soda drinking hats, like all SpongeBob and shit? Yeah, and they had just like a bunch of like costumes. I'm like, no, nah, I need the real, real shit. <laughs> it's like me with the uh, I, at one point I went to get one of them helicopter hats, like a real helicopter hat, but I never did it. What if I pull up to the podcast with a helicopter but it's hat? Like, Y'all fucking with it? Yeah, but I'm buying it right now, then. Okay. But that's the thing. Like, if you see somebody with that, do you think they just average? Like, they wear that on average? I would assume like most people thing? are like trolling or just like basically how we say it, right? We just doing it just cause. Yeah, I know. I kept telling John. I said, "Bro, let's get the Makoski costume <laughs> and walk around, bro." I was like, "Bro, we will be ro- looking raw as fuck." Or like, or like we went to school. Bogus, we went to school with the Akoski shit on. Y'all would either look raw as fuck or bogus. There's no in between. <laughs> when was the last time y'all dressed up for Halloween? It's been so long. I was a shorty. Damn, legit been a shorty. I think I did it once at Bertillo's. I was the Joker. I, we remember that. I got the, I got the picture of my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We don't do shit though. Like if we had a costume party, that shit would be dope. 
but we don't. There's no reason unless you're going out. And I just sit at the house Halloween and put candy on the front step so you don't ring my doorbell. <laughs> we should we should do a Halloween party. We should. Why not? It'd be fun as hell. I think it would be dope. We need to start just doing more. Do, just activity. doing shit. Yeah. Honestly, even we, we just need to not do shit. We've never had. We've mean? never like even, just hang out. We don't hang out anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know yeah, it's yeah, harder sure. when you're an adult, but like we've never even had like a friend vacation. I've been seeing a lot of friend groups on vacations. Our we've friend vacations when we go for work, like we're going to LA in a couple of days. That's a vacation. You know what's funny though? Y'all don't even be want to stay. I don't. Yo, so yeah, it's I not don't. even a vacation. <laughs> like they ask us how long do we want to be there? Y'all said give us the red eye. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Because after <laughs> I'm gonna be ready to go home. It's but not you like, know why? I think this was different though, because we had just been on so many trips in the last month. I'm just so ready because this is my last one before I st- for my baby gets here. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just ready to lock it down. I just moved into a new house. We still ain't even done unpacking completely. I'm just give up. Give me home. Give me home. So that's why I said. But I, we definitely need to go. Like I'm gonna say Miami. And PF love Miami. I, ain't, I, don't, I don't get no fuck about going to Miami. <laughs> we need to just go somewhere as a friend group, not through the wire, but just like everybody. Mason gets involved. Tyler's back from mm-hmm. Marines for the week or something, and just have a blast. Remember when Mason randomly went to Puerto Rico? He was like, "Hey y'all, I'm going to Puerto Rico just just so y'all know I'm I'm good or whatever." Oh no, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, that he re- at all. yeah, they did it during the pandemic. Oh, I do remember that now that you say it that way. Because I remember like, damn. Maybe man. it was like the flights was cheap as hell. The flight yep. was cheap. Yeah, Everything was cheap. Everything was cheap. Darnie, bro. Darnie be posting like so many fucking tweets about like him looking at flights and shit. <laughs> he is like, man, American Airlines need to stop fuck, stop playing with these weak ass fucking emails with these $49 tickets. He's <laughs> like, don't nobody want to go to no fucking Montana? <laughs> 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 but you know, I've talked to my girlfriend about this. I was like, sometimes I do want to go to the airport and be like, Put me on the next flight out. Hey, do you thought about that? Me before? and my girl, me and Suzanne have definitely thought about that. What? Yeah, I feel like it would be a good experience. Yeah. You don't know where you're going. But I just told her I would keep it domestic because mm-hmm. I don't even have. It's a like you end up in fucking China. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, like not some places. Out of the country. Yeah, based the on who we are and what we look like, I'm not trying to. You know what I'm saying? Not randomly get put in some place where I'm not welcome. Nigga, put you in fucking South. But Korea. America, I mean, there's still some places like that in America too. But like, there's a there's a company out there. I think they were on Shark Tank that does that. Oh. That's just like a blind vacation. And we were like, we should fucking do it for a week. But I would have been blue if we ended up in Montana. <laughs> Fuck hey. if I could do it. Ain't no Wi-Fi. Wait, what? In the whole state of Montana. Did you not know that? No. You've never been in an Xbox party with somebody from Montana because they don't have Wi-Fi. Wow. I didn't know. You need know. to be locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like Damn. from the wall. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. You did it. Okay. Cause I was like, okay. I definitely play with a nigga from Montana. Yeah, I was, <laughs> no, I, was, I ain't never played. But I'm like, there's no fucking way. This, first of all, it's a fucking, it's 2022. 2022 yeah. Ain't no way a fucking place in the U.S. doesn't have hey, Wi-Fi. Bro, if you say something confidently and it sounds like you know what you're talking about, nobody. <laughs> we don't know nobody from Montana, so you can say what you want about the city. Yeah, I had no or idea. city, the state. <laughs> I, <laughs> I could think about Montana though. Bison, bison just kind of roam the streets. You can hit one, or they can hit you. Mm-hmm. They, mm. Are they bigger than, are I they couldn't even tell moose? you one city. No. Moose are like the biggest. Like. Bro, I, I, no, I didn't see a moose. I saw a picture of a moose next to like a truck. And they're they're almost, they're basically about the same size. No, yeah. they're bigger, bro. I'm about to show you. Bro. They're like 10. Moose bro. are like 10. Uh, I did not. 10 to 11 feet at the shoulders. Nobody told me moose. I'm telling you that they're that, that fucking big, bro. Yeah. And they're like 1,500 like, pounds. Moose next to car. That's why I want to so, see. They're, look at this motherfucker, bro. That doesn't even look real. Yeah. He's so huge. They say, well, like, is that moose or just like general animal? They say like if you're driving down the road and you see like a 
um, I think they said this about like cars too. They teach you some shit when like drivers there, but like you see something on the road, you're supposed to accelerate instead of like oh, if like you, breaking through. If you try to accelerate through a move, you're gonna I feel die. Like you're gonna fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're done. done with. You're no. done. You're done. <laughs> no matter how hard you hit that move, you're done. Yeah, you're you're done. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember, ooh, I remember in drivers ed, they were like, if it's something on the road, like let's say it's a squirrel going across, don't try to swerve away no, from yeah, it. Hell yeah. Either you break or you. Say sorry. <laughs> the, the chances that a person behind you rear in you is going to be worse than you hitting that squirrel. Yeah. Have Rest you ever, have y'all ever, ever hit an animal on the road? No. no. Thank I God, have, bro. I, I hit a skunk one time. But, oh, that sounds like your Ooh. car smelled terrible. It was on. We were going. We were meeting up at B Dubs. I was literally heading to the B Dubs, and my fucking like it was. A, was it raining hard as fuck that day? I don't think so. I think Did you dark. stink? Well, no. naturally, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think I was driving on like Plainfield or something, and I just like it. I, it was a fat ass bump too. Like, so I felt like I hit his ass dead on, and it's just like I heard a noise, and I heard like a little like gas come out. Something like this motherfucker just ex- like exploded, exploded damn near, and like oh my no no, no I think the back of my car so you could smell it a little bit on the back of my car, but no, I wasn't stinging. Bro, I remember that. a story, and I felt so bad. You remember Terrence and the turtle story? Terrence and the turtle. He said he hit a turtle. And it's just like, oh yeah, I feel so bad. I, I feel so bad when I see animals on the side of the road. I yeah. was walking and I seen a fucking raccoon on the side of the, on the road, and like his fucking tail was just like bent up. I'm like, bro, <sighs> holy shit! But then yeah. I also see like all like I. It make me happy when I see like geese or whatever, and everybody and stops to let them. Everybody go. stops. Yeah. It is always that one asshole they be trying to like yeah. they be in a rush. Well, well we're at like, geese walk through walk across the street like they don't like they, they don't, don't fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe families. Maybe maybe yeah. twenty. I went to Chipotle the other day and like I got out of my car and just sitting like on the grass was like three geese and I got out of my car and I'm like, bro, I'm not fucking with you. They looked at me. I'm like, I'm not fucking with y'all, man. <laughs> I remember you one know. time like in, I saw this thing on um, YouTube or whatever. It was like a silverback gorilla. Like he's the head of the family, and he went into the road and like stood there like this and let the, his family cross. Holy shit! Who for the <laughs> right? <laughs> <that's> not, <laughs> nobody. That's hey, did you see that question? Um, do you think a hundred a hundred dudes could beat up a gorilla? Yeah. You think one so? on one, like individual? Yeah, as a group. No, I'm yeah. talking about a hundred. Yeah. Let's say y'all just, they just dropped into a box. Oh yes. Yeah. That's what I said, and these it's motherfuckers, these motherfuckers, like they don't stand a chance. And I don't know, I, I don't know the, the but I'm just thinking a hundred. Adult men, which I feel like they would figure out a way. If we all charge at the same time, yeah, he would probably try to run. So, because these motherfuckers thinking like, oh, let's go one on one until he's tired. No, no, no. no. But first of all, if he one on one until he's overwhelmed, fucked up. (laughs) If he overwhelmed, then he probably mad. He gonna be ready. That's you think you finna grab grab or take down a a fucking gorilla that's mad? You Mike. Do you know how many people a hundred is? Bro, it's first of all, it's not like a hundred people gonna be on him at once. Like they can't literally be on him at one time. They can all charge at once. They okay? He gonna he gonna hit. He, he gonna, can't take them all he out. He gonna take one swing and knock like three or four people no. out at one time. No. Let us know in the comment section. For real, that's a question I think about every day. <laughs> it's, he, it's keeping he, him up at night. He just pawn. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do it. Have a hundred dudes in a fucking mad gorilla. Yeah, that should be. A if YouTube you survive, video. you get X amount of money. Okay. People are signed up for it. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, Squid Games in a way. Mm-hmm. Death. That side similar. Would y'all participate in Squid Games? No, no, Mm-mm. no way. I, I would not participate in something where I know that if I don't complete it, I'm dead. <laughs> and I guess they didn't know that going into it, right? Yeah. If they knew that, a lot of them probably wouldn't have been there. Mm-hmm. But they had the opportunity to stop. You remember in like yeah. one of the first episodes, 
If fifty one percent of y'all say we stop, we stop, and they stopped. They did. did they actually did, did stop and came stop. back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and then they came back knowing what the end goal was going to be. So I would not. Nah, I'm good. I'm I don't know. I, I've, been on a, I've been on the fence about it. Mm-hmm. I probably. Would I think it. it. I think it really depends on how down you are, right? Like the main character story. I understand why he did it. Yeah. How much debt he was in with his his little daughter. You know what I'm saying? No spoilers, of course. But like, I understand why he did it. It's kind of weird that stuff like that kind of happens where people do go missing, and like they they're not missing. They did it voluntarily, but like people do get like kidnapped and like get put into sex trafficking and drug mules and it's one of the worst things about yeah. like and people really do just like go missing like that yeah i I'd never find them again it's yeah i'll never understand valuing another person's life less than yours in yeah. any circumstance like me kidnapping mike to sell him to somebody else. like how could you look at this person in the eyes mm-hmm. and value their life less than your own you know what i'm yeah. saying it's so weird or even like Murderers, right? I guess yeah. it's the same thing. It'll be like predicament. Well, it's like more so a movie thing, but like it'll be predicaments where it'll be like three play, uh, three people, and it'll be like, yeah, you can go, but you have to pick one of these other dudes to die. Type mm-hmm. scenario. It's like, right. what the fuck do I do? Like any way it goes, I'm gonna look like a fucking asshole. What about the question? Um, somebody puts a button in front of you. If you hit it, you get a million dollars. But somebody in the in the world randomly dies. Do you press the button? I would say probably about. 90%, 99%. I would say majority of the people say yeah. they're probably pressing that Are button. Are you this pressing is, the button? Am I pressing I that am. button? Yeah, I am. I probably am. And then he also said, would you press it if it's level, if it's lower to your city? Lower to your city. So somebody in Chicago, or let's, somebody in Illinois. That's not like movie type shit. Would, would you, you press it, it then? Illinois. Yeah. How Chicago about, big as hell. With, within 100 miles of you. No, you, that would still be Chicago. Yeah, How about be Chicago. 15 miles of you? Cause then you're starting to get to family. Yeah, you're starting to get to your people family. that you know. And nigga, I live within 15 miles of you, and my family. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I will not press the button. Mm-hmm. From your, even the original, some person randomly dies in the world. I wouldn't press the button. Is that selfish to say you would? Yes, 100. percent It is selfish. But it's bro. It, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 no, it's selfish, 100. percent But I think it's just like people like me. You can do it because there's no attachment, right? You know? Yeah. Now, if they said press the button and your principal from grammar school was going to do it, are you pressing it then? There's somewhat of attachment. Even though you don't know this person, you know of their existence. Mm-hmm. If you're just pressing in somebody in the world, you can do that and, and not maybe know. not feel guilty. Yeah, I would still feel guilty. because mm-hmm. That could have been anybody. It could have been a fucking three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Y- y'all willing to take are a three-year-old's you, life for a million dollars? Are you going to know about it? Like, no, yeah, we're you, gonna don't know. Gonna you don't know. You don't you know don't who know? it was. You just know somebody dropped dead because of this button. That shit would keep me awake every night. Cause it could be anybody, you know what I'm saying? It could be anybody. Yeah. It could be a fucking newborn. Just, just got the one. Mike pressed the button. He rich though. Hey, when another man dies, another man is born. I don't know if that's a saying, but I, I think no, like I, mathematically, it like no, no, happens. for no, for sure, <laughs> no, for sure. Like literally, there's fucking. I think people of are babies that are born. I think people are buying. Days. I mean, buying. Are people are dying more than they're? No, the opposite. I think people are born more than people are dying. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we have yeah, like the a population issue. Population, yeah. yeah. That's why New York is fucking ridiculous. New York is so overpo- overpopulated. It's so I don't even understand how people live like that. We were so fucking close to moving to New York. Do y'all that remember such that? A, clogged area bro i couldn't do it how different do y'all think our lives would be if we did move to new york very rent would be expensive as hell <laughs> i couldn't even imagine <laughs> if we did no that shit would be so different do y'all remember the 
they obviously don't say the number, but do y'all remember what the contracts looked like then? Like, was our cost of living going to be worth it no. based on what we were making? No. Because no. I don't remember. Worth it. Even now? You probably, no, you're probably right. Yeah, you, you got to be <laughs> making bank to live in New York. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like a lot of people don't live in the city. They, they live outside and, tr- and commute if they have to work there. Like, if we were to move there today, I wouldn't try to live in Manhattan. I want a house. So I'll live in, like, I'll probably live in Jersey do. somewhere, low key. Mm-hmm. What if they wanted us to be in the office? Like daily, yeah. I would live in Jersey and take the train. I think yeah, that's what Jeff was doing, wasn't he? He was somewhere. S- somebody, somebody was in. I Jersey. I think there's a few people from the office that don't live in New York State. They yeah, live in Jersey, Brooklyn. Brooklyn too has been a big was a big spot for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think about that all the time, man. But like, what percentage of people that work slash live in New York are just making it by? A lot, I feel like because. They be paying like two thousand dollars a month for you know, that studio. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's just fucking crazy. Y'all think the salaries are higher there? Probably right, because you have to pay them they at least someone. Be. Like the average salary for like a random uh, worker here like versus four grand. Is it really? World and for the average in the country, I think it's like fifty-four grand is the average salary. Hmm. I would expect it to be. I thought it would be lower. Honestly. Lower as well. I thought it'd be like maybe. 40s? But then again, you got like. Billionaires that like if that you're going straight that, stone yeah. average, the billionaires probably stir it. I don't know. I don't know how averages work. I dropped out, but I feel like that would you know what I'm saying? Because if Elon right. Musk and and Jeff Bezos are American, they're already bringing the average up ridiculously based on the <laughs> amount of money they make. You know? Yeah, they they're carrying the average. So let's say we should they should do a stat, especially um, when the majority non millionaire billionaire. Yeah. American. You spend, the majority of the people in the fucking U.S. are in there, like lower to like lower middle class, lower middle thing. class to to low class. Yeah. I think it's kind of crazy that those type of guys make that much money and they pay their employees like shit. That's the only way you make that much money. <laughs> but they have enough money to where they can treat their employees much yep. better. And they just don't give a fuck. Amazon give employees fuck. complain about being overpaid and underworked all the time. I just overpaid and underworked. No, overpaid and underworked. I'm like Give me Wednesday. <laughs> I'm say everything I heard from Amazon. They be saying they be working long ass. Yeah, hours. yeah. Underpaid and overworked. Like I, I drive a Tesla, but I don't fuck with Elon Musk. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. like the car, but like the like there are people that are like diehard Elon Musk fan. That's just fucking weird to me. This is weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you like his worth that standing worth over or some shit. Th- I, it's, but it's not even that because he. It wasn't like he rags to riches. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, again, I don't know much about billionaires, but I would assume that seventy to eighty percent of them are not rag to riches stories. It's like pops was a g- well off. He started me off with this investment, and then yeah, I'm not saying he didn't work for it, mm-hmm. but it's like there's so much shady shit that you have to go through to become a billionaire. Yeah, it's a crazy amount of shady shit that you got to go through to be a billionaire, mm-hmm. and they're not one one billion dollars. These motherfuckers are. Yeah, that's that's why I say they have the money to treat to they, treat their employees. I, I, I think that there was something that said that Jeff Bezos has enough money to end hunger in America. Yeah, see, it's shit like that. That's <laughs> the, the like. Saying and it's it's weird because you put in perspective. You just said America, mm-hmm. and that you know how much money he has. Like, think about how much it would take to put, do the fucking world. You remember what Tupac said? They got money for wars, but they can't feed the poor. Mm. What song was that from? They got money for wars. I can't remember. I just remember the quote. 
I don't remember the song that's from you. <laughs> man. Yeah. It's okay, man. Goal is to make a lot of money, but I don't want to be a billionaire. Why not? Why not? For that reason alone, that you have, you to, have to go be, through so like much shady. Like, some of your man. ethics have to go out the window to get that amount of money. You know what I'm saying? And what what the fuck am I going to do with $200 billion anyway? Give it a, give it back. Give it back. But Jeez. you don't get to that point by giving back. Save up. <laughs> like you try to get yeah. a car. <laughs> yeah, that'd be my first thing. I'd be thinking, bro, like these play these people that have like so much money, like it's almost it can only get you so much shit. Yeah, like I was thinking, like if you want a hundred million dollars, like you can never spend all that money. Mm-hmm. And I bet you I could. <laughs> you could, but you, yeah, it's just like theoretically it's gonna be hard. just buying is islands. It, is it practical for you to spend all that money? Hell to the fucking no. Home. no. You'd be well off if somebody gave you fucking three million dollars. You'd be well off. Three I million. Think some guy just won ten million dollars on a scratch off, and he said, "That shit sound lovely." Like, by the way, and he was, no like, work. He just wanted again, and he was like, "I'm still spending the last scratch offs money." I, I still have. He wanted again. How much he? money is he spending on scratch offs to win multiple million dollar scratch offs? I have no idea. God damn! Either like, that, either he spent a shit ton of money, either lucky. Just like in two K though, you know, it's one dude that's like, "Fuck it, let me get this lotto today." And he, I feel like when big you, off that motherfucker. I feel like when money. you hit the first ten mil, whatever you buy after that don't really matter. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but once I hit ten mil, I'm done with scratch offs. I'm good. You know, I got ten mil. Well, after tax, it's probably it like, like six, five or it six. Like, it was like six, sixty. Dude, that's a nice four. little piece of change. That's crazy. That's, you good. That's, I wonder I, what it was like yeah. him walking into his job after he won that fucking money. Mm. He had to quit right immediately. I'm not walking back in. I'm sending I a text made, message. I would have made. Hey, if I won ten million, I'm walking in here and making a fat ass thing. <laughs> <laughs> what if you like your job? Uh, what if you true? work for HOA? You you fly to New York and be like, fuck Doug. you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> like you like you your ain't job, believe right? in me. <laughs> no. Doug is one motherfucker that did believe it. No. <laughs> That's not like somebody else paid me. I won the lottery. <laughs> How much money would you have to win on the lottery for you to retire from working again? I actually enjoy this, so I probably wouldn't retire. I think that too. I I enjoy this way too much to retire. Couple mil. You would stop. You would just stop doing this. Really? See, look. The I thing, think everybody has their price. Yeah. See, for me, I'm such a fucking like. I don't need shit. I'm, I'm okay with having like. Lower end shit, just have I, I don't need to have like if I get that money, yeah, I could buy a mansion because I got the money, but it's just not like oh shit, I need the biggest fucking house I can get because I can do it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like I'm still gonna be myself, I'm gonna have probably the fucking like small ass house. Mm. Like, I'm just a low maintenance ass dude. I, I would prefer it that way too, but at some point, you're gonna have to get more than a little ass house though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have a little ass house because like, I would like, guess you're gonna you're have gonna a family like that, and stuff. You know that meme with that nice ass car, but just sitting in that, that, that was that's that me. would be me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Me. I think I wouldn't retire from this, Derek, but I think if I if I want to scratch off worth three million dollars, I'm gonna tell HOH, like, you could take some money out of my contract, I'm not going nowhere else. I'll do the podcast and do some shit remotely, but I'm done flying to New York and done flying to LA and done flying to Atlanta and flying to Charlotte. They're like, Kenny, don't gamble no more. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I put in that that, uh, 36 leg parlay. You better better look out because it's going to hit. But yeah, I would still do it, but like, I would want to do it from the comfort of my home, especially Mm -hmm. since the family, you know? Got a family. How much would y'all break bread with your family and friends? Hell yeah. To some extent. Well, my family, hell yeah. But this, I, look, there's a quote from Kobe that I fucking love. And, and he was like, um, don't give, invest. Right? So I wouldn't give my sister a meal 
if she wanted to start her own business, I would give the money to start. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. eventually that meal will run out one way or another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't know her spending habits or you have, I would rather invest in something that she can help produce more money for herself. You know? But at one point, like at some point, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For my mom's birthday, I'm not investing in her. I'm giving her a Hell couple yeah, stacks. You know? My family, like my mom, dad, they can have fucking money. Mm-hmm. Friends, it's a little bit different. Fuck you too, then. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna break y'all off some. You know, I might get y'all a drink, but I don't know if I got Damn. no paper for y'all. That's crazy. No, I'm just playing. That's I'm crazy. Y'all a little sum. Okay. Mm. A little sum. Yeah. yeah. What's considered a little? If you want two meal, how, what's a little sum to give to Derek? If you want two, two meal? meal, if you want two meal, I give him ten k. That's the exact number that was in my head. Too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I feel like that's the right amount of money. Because I mean, ten you know k is not like crazy amount of money, but it's also a nice little piece of change yeah. to just have. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ten k is enough to like jumpstart some people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Ten k is enough to. It's a good my yeah. fucking clear they credit card bills. Yeah, do yeah. some student like loan debt. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A little bit. Not Mason because Mason went to U of I. You feel me? His student loan debt got to be crazy. <laughs> but like John's student loan debt. moving to a new place. He doing all right. Yeah, Mason doing Mason great. Mason been doing all right. Shout out to my boy, bro. New place. I can't wait to go there. I got an announcement too. You moving? Are you really? Dead ass. Friday. Wait, what? Deadass. Yeah. You moving in with which? Yeah. Y'all got a place? We we get the keys on Monday. He lying, bro. Is he serious? Are you serious? So serious. Is it close? Yeah, I mean, don't tell me. Don't tell the neighborhood. But like, is it close to her or close to us? Us. This one. So proud. I can shed a fucking tear right now, bro. I was not expecting this. Oh my god, bro. (laughs) Have y'all kept this so secret? Who knows? My mom and my sister. Just that. That's it. Wow. My mom was like, "Are you gonna tell Roscoe?" I was like, "Of course." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "You've lived with him. He's let you live here for like so many years." How difficult was the process? Um, honestly, the first one we went to see, it was the first one we fell in love with. We went to saw another one. We was like, "Eh." Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, the original plan wasn't for me to be on the lease. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, I don't think I'm ready. But then, I don't know the. I was just like it was different once you got there. Yeah, I was like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I've been looking with you. We've been looking online. I was like, and financially, it's much better for us to join incomes and mm-hmm. make that shit work. So I was just like, that's crazy. On my that's own, crazy. on my own, it so would be happy. like really hard. I cannot so, wait. Wow, that's the same thing happened with me with my apartment. The very first one I looked, at, I was like, cannot cannot put my application in. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Oh yeah. Because when it comes to an apartment, it's either like you just want a nice neighborhood. Yeah, or like community, nice every, yep. and um, as long as I got the right amount of bedrooms and shit. Yeah, it's a two bedroom, one and a half bath. Y'all got the laundry and dryer. Yep. Hey, ah, the in unit joint. It's right. It's right next to the kitchen. It, it looked nice. That's crazy, bro. I'm so excited. So, so we got two housewarmings to go to sometime this year. Okay. My thing was I wanted three because y'all got to come to my new housewarming because I just oh, bought a house. We, one thing, I, I didn't want all hardwood. I hate all hardwood. Mm-hmm. I like the rooms to be carpet. Mm-hmm. Um, you got that? Is, yeah. You got some hardwood throughout? Uh, yes. That's how our house is. Like, the bottom, the first floor is hardwood, but you go upstairs, it's all carpet. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I don't like the whole place to be. Too. Yeah. Our hardwood is hard. Because you got dogs, too, right? Mm-hmm. Only one of them is coming, though. Okay. Because you're going to hit a on the hardwood all night. Come on, bro. But her mom made that a thing where, like, you have to take the other dog with you mm. <laughs> but we were like why are you separating brothers yeah yeah they've been together for like the last four years oh poor guys so you guys got to go over there all the time play dates and shit yeah i mean it's not far but 
That's just exciting as fuck, bro. Yeah, man. Look at us growing up and <laughs> shit. Oh, man. Wow. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a nice is. little experience. We buying all the shit. Are there, like, so... That's the hard spot, part. Really. I'd say one of the big things for me... I'm a, like a really I like to be real local yeah. where I live like I like to have my jewel and all that is there like it's like that by you it's a Mariano's literally like two miles mm-hmm. away do y'all got like the little fast food joints by you too yeah I feel like see, it. See, I that's, around, that's very important but I feel like it is I, that's very important to me like when I move back to 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 where I'm at now it's like yeah, it's a Mariano's Chick-fil-A the jewel. Yeah, that's there's a Chipotle need, right yeah, now check you feel because at my local spots I'm a regular in my local spots because yeah. I I go to the same spot. Give me the usual. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean like if I go to like I go to Jewel all the time. Like the workers when they see me, they they know me before. Mm-hmm. You know I think the saying? first thing I looked at was like, is there a LA Fitness near here? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. They know. And it was on eleven minutes. I was like, that? That's good enough, right? That's good enough. So that was cool. Damn. Holy fuck! I'm so excited. All right, we how long we been going? An hour 40, that's good enough. Hey, man, we appreciate y'all listening and watching this episode of Through the Wire podcast. Um, there will not be a show on Tuesday because we will be in L.A. doing a shoot. So we will see y'all in a week's time. On Saturday. Uh, follow us on socials, though, because we will be in L.A. And I'm guessing we're going to have some stories or something. Um, yeah, we'll see y'all in a week. Appreciate y'all. Peace. We out.